Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Sorry, were you saying something? My name's Mark, and of course, I am joined by that voice. That is Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. And we are also joined, of course. I say of course, you know, because everyone knew that. When you looked at the title of the podcast, you were like, it's probably three people named Mark, Miles, and Jackie. I'm Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi. And this is a podcast we do about the TV anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, currently in its fifth season, but covering the sixth arc of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean. And we're going to be talking about episode nine today. Uh, Mary Lynn Manson. <laughs> yes, we're going to be talking about the debt collector, Mary Lynn, Mary Lynn. Manson. Not related to anybody. It's Marilyn Manson in Japanese, though. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's identical, like, phonetically in Japanese anyway. Yeah. You know? Miles, what... what uh, I can't wait for What, what else are you is. watching these days besides the JoJo anime? What, what else are you into? Top Chef. Okay. Uh, I like how you say that. Seinfeld. You say that with the tone, like, is that enough? Is that what you want, Mark? <laughs> is that good enough? <laughs> We've also been watching Seinfeld, though. Is that enough? <laughs> Yesterday we watched Tick Tick Boom, the film. Oh, how was that? Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty it's good. Pretty good. Okay. Been watching a lot of Miyazaki. Oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned My Neighbor Totoro. What else did you watch? We watched most of Kiki's Delivery Service yesterday. It's good. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. I think I liked it better upon the second viewing. Mm. Because is it because you had a baby who was giggling? No, I thought it was kind of a snooze the first time I saw it, but now I'm like, oh, okay, this is like, this is a good depiction of what it's like to be a teen. Mm. Yeah, with all the magic and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. We've also been watching Seinfeld, but I don't know if you're doing this, but we are going through it chronologically, episode by episode. I was doing that for a while, and then I got bored, and I skipped, like, sometimes, like, I, I've been watching, like, a big chunk of season seven, and then... A big chunk of season five. There's no explanation. We're in five. I'm watching it, much like this podcast. Mm. We're in five now. And something I, I I forgot about was last episode of this podcast. I mentioned that Etro uses three squares of toilet paper, and you guys laughed at my unit of measurement squares. Mm. And I remembered that the reason why I thought of it was because of the Seinfeld episode, The Stall, where Elaine asks uh, the woman next to her if she can spare three squares of toilet paper. Uh, and that happened to be the episode Jackie and I watched while eating dinner tonight. Yep. So, once again... Vindicated. Seinfeld. Like dashboard confessional. And JoJo <laughs> are the same show. Okay. Same. So before we, we talk beat by beat about the debt collector Mary Lynn Manson, Mary Lynn Mann's son, mm. I think is probably what it should have been called. Uh, we need to first take a stop... In, we need to first take a walk on our friendship field. You know, okay. That's where we check in with our friends on the field, the the diamond, our the baseball uh, field. Our what uh, do you got? You know, we're playing catch up, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they're playing catch. Good. Okay. Yeah, we're playing. We're, let's let's play a game of catch up with our listeners as yeah. we read emails that are sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail .com. This first email is from Martin. And the subject line is, A Thousand Faceballs. Hello, JJB Pod crew. I wanted to write in for a long time now, but a new apartment and my job took all my time. Congratulations. 
Congratulations. The episodes are great, the anime and yours, of course, and this episode had the most insane game of catch I've ever seen. I rewatched it today twice to compare the sub to the German dub, and in my opinion, it's one of the better ones. Jolene's baseball barrage was cool as fuck. I knew it from All-Star Battle, that's the PlayStation 3 game, but never saw it in context. Japanese Pucci has the same voice actor as Gilgamesh from the Fate series, by the way, and I love his voice. Uh, a short question that Martin wants me to spoiler check, but we're all looking at this email now. I'm not reading it. I'm not reading it because it says Mark spoiler uh, check. I think it's it's pretty vague. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't get it. And I will say that I don't remember this manga well enough to tell you if the thing from the intro is foreshadowing anything. So my answer to you is I don't know. Uh, the email continues. Love you guys and stay safe during these hard times. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny and lonely. Can someone revive Aya so she can use Cinderella on me to find true love? Aww. Now, what I want to know is, are, is Martin saying that they want Aya to swap their face so they can be attractive to other people? Or do they want to find themselves attractive in the mirror mm. and therefore be their own true love? Cinderella did some kind of love matchmaking thing, didn't she? I think she just changed your face and body and stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was a very specifically utilitarian stand. But it was for love. Maybe. I don't remember, really. Okay. I don't remember. I know Yukako wanted it, right? Did she? At some point? And I really just remember that when when she's dead and they look for the the culprit, you just see a hand like walking away like Mm. thing from the Adams family. And it opens the door. is very funny to me. I wish there was a, a like pop music outro. There's not, or is there? Is there a pop music outro? Yeah, I it's guess just there not is. That big a hit. It's just one that I haven't heard. By okay. Duffy. Yeah, yeah, we talked about Duffy. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Hillary Duffy. Yeah. Well, I think it's actually it has to be Hillar Duffy because the Y moves. But that must be her full name. The Y moves. Yeah, Hillary Duff becomes Hiller Duffy. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, I see. In this non-existent thing mm-hmm. for a joke. Good joke. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> Jackie, can you read this next one from sure. Josh? Thanks for writing, Martin. Uh, this next email is from Josh, and the subject line is gambling perfected. Hey, JJBP crew. I'm going to jump right into my thoughts on this arc because it is one of my favorites. Marilyn Manson feels like Araki perfecting what he started with the Darby brothers. The tension is there with Aramis being the one to lose and sets the stakes of Mirashone's power. But the subject of the bet is one that allows for a lot more action and motion, along with creative moments of catching that ball. Whereas Darby brothers were beaten due to bluffing and cheating after sticking it out, the way to beat Mirashone is through a cunning loophole and a final great beatdown. It's a very creative fight, and it's unlike any other shonen battle I've seen before, one that breaks the formula just enough. Part 6 has its ups and downs, but I definitely feel like this is one of the best parts. Plus, this is the first arc where Foo Fighters really shines. She's the best girl. Uh, I don't have much else to say, except I hope you guys have a good week, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Also, I noticed I'm going to I'm going to say it again when we're not reading emails, but I noticed um, in the English dub that everyone refers to Foo Fighters using like they them pronouns. 
Oh. So, which makes sense. So, they're not the best girl. They're the best organisms. They're, they're <laughs> the, the best, they're the best bro gender neutral. Yes. Gender neutral bro. <laughs> right, because we established that bro is gender neutral. We don't know what Foo Fighters thinks of, of themselves and their body. That though. Joe we, bro. We have no idea. Joe bro is gender neutral, rather. Oh, 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 okay. Right, right, right. Um, bre. <laughs> Brex. Maybe B- that works. BRX. <laughs> Something. Yeah, I enjoyed this arc as well. I, uh, it's It was like interesting seeing them squeeze this whole thing into an episode, but I think it moves pretty quickly anyway as an arc it's supposed to be that they're under a under a time limit so i thought it fit in there pretty nicely and while i was reading the manga chapters to look at the differences and refresh my memory uh jackie was watching the dub downstairs and we were pretty much at the same pace Mm. it was really weird like i'd hear Mm. them talking about just like ff just throw the ball and then i'm reading that pretty much exact same line it was it was it was an interesting experience um, I, I did think that the stand was, I didn't think of Darby Brothers, but it, it makes sense. It's like similar enough without being like, a, oh, this is like a ripoff of the Darby Brothers. You know, it wasn't like too, too similar, I think. I think like the most similar mechanic is the fact that if you're like, no, wait, but it's like the stand user's like, yeah, but you know in your heart what you did. And so mm-hmm. the stand is going to collect. And it also made me think of the lock stand. Mm. from uh, part four uh-huh. where it's like if you feel guilt in your heart then the lock gets heavier yeah, in your chest yeah, and you can't yeah. do shit about it um i mean those two do you think araki's a hardcore gambler uh <laughs> he, maybe he's betting on f1 i don't know i think gambling interests him then again araki probably bets on like which tomato stock will grow higher or whatever uh <laughs> that kind of thing he bets on like how many new beetles will be discovered this year, or new something. New species of beetles. Yes. I wonder Where are how the many? beetles? <laughs> they found the fifth beetle finally, <laughs> whose name is I don't know. I don't remember who the fifth beetle is. Tony. <laughs> Miles, who's the fifth beetle? IRL. Yeah. They often said it was George Martin, their producer. Okay. Okay. Mm. George R. R. Martin of Game of Thrones. Yeah, from Bayo, New Jersey. Is he from New Jersey? Whoop, whoop. That's right, baby. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. I was watching something and I was, I don't know. I learned recently that somebody was from New Jersey and I don't remember who. Was it Ezra Miller? No, I don't know who that is. Ezra Miller, who did a baffling Instagram video about how they're going to kill the KKK Beulahville chapter. No. Or that they should kill themselves. What is this? Is this like the new main character of... Ezra Miller is the Flash in the DC universe and was Kevin in We Need to Talk About Kevin. Okay. And they just had this weird video where they were like, to the Beulahville chapter of the KK. I don't need to recap the whole thing. Okay. It was cryptic and weird, but I think their heart was in the right place. I don't like the KKK either, and I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say that. A lot of people, they don't want to say one way or another that they don't like. I don't like the KKK. Mm -hmm. They're bad. One of you should stop me. Yeah. Um, Jackie, who else is from New Jersey? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Danny DeVito. Oh, uh, it wasn't somebody like obvious. It Jason was just Alexander. like I was looking somebody up because I, I don't know I was watching something or something, and I was like, oh, they're from New Jersey. Yeah, I feel like I, I, the thing is, I feel like we talked. Oh, they about were from it. like were they from Newark? I don't think it Jason was Jason Alexander of Seinfeld. George is from Newark, the actor. Oh yeah. Well, that's not who I was looking up. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> 
What were we just talking about? The product mm. manager. Do you ever look at George Double R Martin's blog? No. Oh no. He like writes constantly, and I like if you're one of those people who's waiting for his next book. Like, can you imagine how infuriating it must be to be like, stop writing about the Jets game? Yeah. And mm. write the book, you dummy. <laughs> you're doing the shut up and dribble thing, though. You shouldn't do that. That's true. Plus, he can he can like maybe cryptically find parallels that he wants to write from watching the Jets game, you know? So he's <laughs> by writing, he's thinking, he's ruminating, and then that'll make it into the next Game of Thrones that I don't know enough about to make some kind of joke parallel. <clears throat> yeah, me neither. One, I haven't read any of those books. Sorry, George Double R. My, uh, well, his name is pronounced George R. Martin. <laughs> uh, we had my parents over last week, and... I kind of forgot about this. I think he told me, but like, I remember finding the first Game of Thrones book at my parents' house and it was my dad's. And I feel like I had told people that my dad reads a lot of sci-fi and fantasy, but he didn't, he wasn't really into those books. But what he told me last week was that he was on this science fiction writers round table, uh, group like on nineties internet. And he would just like talk to sci-fi writers that were on there. Cause of course, you know, they were nerds and they had the internet. And he would talk to George R.R. R. Martin and he he liked him. He read the books that were out at the time. And then he was just like, it just took him forever to come out with another book. So I just stopped reading it. So like, even though my <laughs> dad, I don't think even caught up to what's out now, even back then he was like, this shit just took too long. So, but yeah, I, uh, I wish now that, that my dad back all the way back then was like, you need to speed it up because someday there's going to be a TV show. <laughs> And a lot of normies are going to be pissed too. So, mm-hmm. anyway, my dad's totally tight with George R. R. Martin. Let's move on. That's what I've learned. So, yes, the last book has been, it's 10 years coming. Wow. It's, it's a long time. Man. Is he actually working on it? No, he's blogging about football. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. And then it's going to be like, if they don't, adapt if they don't adapt his book into a tv show which of course they will but it's going to be like me talking about trigun and trigun maximum where i'm going to be like the tv show didn't know where to go and it fucked it up you have to read it to really understand the good plot ending well it's not going to be a tv show they already did the tv yeah but they'll they'll figure out a way to do it again Mm. true what's up miles doesn't it put in perspective how long we were waiting for this season of jojo's bizarre adventure I'm pretty sure it was 10 years that we waited. <laughs> Feels that way. It sure does. This email is from Kenny. The subject line is baseball beatdown. Hey, guy. <laughs> I like that introduction. That makes me laugh for some reason. What did? Uh, hey, guy? Yeah, just singular. Hey, guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a typo, but it's funny. Uh, before I start writing about the episode, I have something to confess. I laugh every week at Miles' stupid interruption joke at the beginning of every episode. That is what that is what it should be called. <laughs> I know it's coming. I know it's not that funny, but I smile every time like a total maniac. I hear it. I really hope I never have to look somebody directly in the eyes while listening to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> also, the anchor ad read is hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but let's talk about the episode. What an incredibly memeable episode. First, after Father Pucci gets out the old slurping on Cherry Zach. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen oh, that yeah. one since part three. What the hell is it with Araki and dudes slurping on cherries? 
And then there's FF weird looking ball throw. I never got that manga original meme, by the way. Mark, explain. Other than that, the fight itself was awesome. Only Araki can make a game of catch that exciting and dramatic. That moment, Marilyn Manson's stupid name, by the way, ripped Hermes's <laughs> liver out. Goosebumps. Mm. Uh, so many hot takes in this email. <laughs> the end didn't really make that much sense, though. Didn't Marilyn Manson activate because the player knows that he cheated? At least that's what the emo chick said when Hermes got frickin' impaled. Jolie knew that she didn't cheat, and the debt collector still rummaged around in her bowels. But at least we got that Aura Aura beatdown. Overall, this is just a way better version of the Rock, Paper, Scissors episode from Part 4, with little Darby Brothers gambling mixed in. Good ep. Okay, that's it for me. Have a nice week. Until next time, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks. Uh, please don't give Miles too big a head. He's going to start <laughs> asking for more than 10% of the Patreon uh, profits. So, you know, we don't want to do you that. You said it was what? 11. <laughs> you didn't even. Uh, that That's very upsetting because I was hoping you'd actually say the, the number so that people would be like, oh, Mark's not a monster. But instead you gave another fake number. Um, but yeah, it's totally, it's totally the right percent miles. Don't worry. Um, yeah, there's a lot to react to in this episode. I think Mark, what is the manga original meme? Uh, let's see here. Weird looking ball throw. Uh, I don't, I don't know anything about the memes of this. I do know that reading the manga, it is very funny the way that she looks, uh, the way FF looks when she or they are going to throw the ball. Um, there's also, I was going to wait till we got to it, get to it, but I guess I'll talk about it now because maybe this is the meme, is in the manga, I don't know why, but Jolene uh, says to FF, you look like a blank uh, trying to throw the ball. It was blank? No, the word, it's the Japanese word for the homophobic slur we have in English. Pretty much oh. the equivalent of, yeah, the F word. Oh. But so in the... In the weekly manga, she's... Wait. Yes. Araki wrote that in yes. his manga. I don't Aww, know how similar uh, the word okama, which is what the word is, mm -hmm. which is sort of like a pretty fine version of the word for pot in Japanese. Pot, like a like, like a, a teapot? Like a cauldron or a pot. Uh-huh. Um, I was reading this whole blog on it from this this like Spanish website that seems to like um have like an encyclopedia of these terms and makes like merch out of them or something mm. um apparently there pot means like uh, a gay man pan means a lesbian mm. and it's all just kitchenware <laughs> well and apparently there's <laughs> instead of lgbt instead of letters it's like just kitchen, kitchen it's wear. just it's every every piece of kitchenware um <laughs> they don't say lgbtq they just say the kitchen <laughs> and there's a word that means I've never heard of this phenomenon, but they said straight women that like to date gay guys. And the word is apparently mm. for the rice that is stuck to the bottom of oh. the pot when you make rice. Okay. I I don't know. Uh, uh, but here's the thing. I, I wanted to believe, like I wanted to find someone being like, oh, it's not as bad as that F word in English. But the fact of the matter is, is in the collected volumes, the home Tonkobon, they changed it to be uh, in Katakana gay. Mm. still not a great sentiment right you look like a gay trying to throw that ball yeah but it to me means like yeah there's something fucked up about how that was originally written mm. that they decided to substitute it with something maybe tamer in, oh in, in japanese release. it's it's all japanese but it says 
gay? Yeah, like the katakana K and E and then little oh. dakaten on the K. So it's gay. Interesting. Um, maybe that's part, maybe that's a meme. Just this weird thing that it's like two female characters yelling at arguably another female or non-binary character mm-hmm. that you look like a male homosexual. I don't know. It's It's a weird insult for a woman or a yeah for anybody <laughs> it, this whole thing is just really weird i mean it it isn't like like boys will call each other like sissy you know what i mean like if you're too feminine or whatever like like oh you're a girl because being a girl if you're a boy is bad <laughs> but it's, it's a terrible. weird it's a weird insult to give a girl or someone who is like presenting like m- more feminine it's kind of weird I don't I don't get it. It's I I maybe there's supposed to be a joke about it, the fact that they're all women, you know, that it's like look how masculine uh and tough Jolene is that she's calling mm. other people that. I don't know. Mm, I don't okay. I shouldn't even speculate because it's like a multiple cultures that I'm not a part of here that I'm yeah. like, I don't know, but yeah, so if there's any sort of jokes about what Jolene calls uh FF in this uh in, in this manga, we, it's not in the anime. Why are we talking about this? Oh, is this the the meme thing? Okay, sorry. What's but it's someone yelling, "You're a pot." Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the homophobic slur we have in English also doesn't mean nothing. You know what I mean? It means a cigarette or a burning bundle of sticks. Like everything mm-hmm. comes from something. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think it's because pot also at some point it's like a hole. It's like a vagina. You know. Hmm. Uh huh. So anyway. Is that true, or did you just make that up? Is that well, your that, own? That's what I read. I don't okay. know. <laughs> um, it's a big, shallow opening. It's, yeah. So I guess it's like making fun of bussies. I don't know. Who knows? And what are what are straight men in the kitchen? Is there a kitchenware item for straight men? I don't know. Meat, maybe? Is it meat? Or like a knife or something. A knife? Oh, God. Know, something phallic. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whisk. <laughs> a rolling pin. A rolling a pin. A rolling pin. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, listeners, that uh, conversation went on for an hour and I cut it down to whatever <laughs> its final length is. That was... Uh, <laughs> no, you left it all in. It's now Monday. <laughs> mm. Thanks for writing. Kenny, I hope that is... Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. I was going to talk about that anyway. So uh, don't feel bad if you're like, no, they just drew FF standing funny. Because, yeah, in the manga... I almost forgot uh, to interrupt you today. But then I didn't. You like you started by interrupting. Yeah. I didn't realize you were starting right away. Uh, yeah, there's been, a little, there's been a little bit of delay. I think last week the same thing happened. You didn't know that I was going to start... It's because we don't have the camera up, so you can't see me like pause and like wind up right. to it. Anyway, this last email is from Chad, and the subject line is good, which I, we can probably assume is supposed to be pronounced good. Mm. Aloha, JJB pod ohana. Leave it to Araki to turn a simple game of catch into a life or death situation, right? There weren't any direct JoJo connections that I could find among the named and unnamed characters from episode 9. That being said, I do want to point out that FF's would-be bully does share their voice with a goofy-looking but surprisingly powerful martial artist hobgoblin named Gobta from the very entertaining isekai anime that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I'm not sure what the immediate plan is if there aren't new JoJo episodes waiting once you all watch episode 12, but I highly recommend that time I got reincarnated as a slime, or Tensura for short. 
Lastly, have any of you seen or heard of the book Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Manga's Refined Oddball by Federico Anzalone? Here's a link, and it's an Amazon link to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Manga's Refined Oddball. Uh, I only found out about this when a friend posted a picture of it at his comic book shop. I've never heard of the author, so I'm hesitant to buy it. I'm hesitant to just buy it, but I wanted to share it with you hosts and the listeners. Anyway, I hope you all are doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. Um, thanks, Chad. Yeah, thanks. Someone in the JoJo's Bizarre Podcast fan wiki also linked to this book. Fan wiki? You said, JoJo, do we have a fan wiki? We don't. No. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> no, leave it. It's funny. All right, fine. <laughs> um... Well, you got to you got to see my face as it broke uh, in shock that I said the complete wrong thing and didn't notice. Uh, in the Discord that that some fans <laughs> started for this podcast, someone uh, linked to this book, and what I'm most interested in uh, is the fact that the foreword is by Takashi Miike, who uh, did the live action part for JoJo movie and a ton of other movies. Some good, some bad, some disgusting. Like each of the killer and audition, uh, but just a very prolific uh, filmmaker, and I'd love to hear uh, his thoughts on JoJo. Um, also, the fact that I believe this book first came out in Italian is worth noting because I believe in Italy they have all of JoJo translated already. Mm. JoJo and uh, I forget. I feel like I read it in a conver in a Twitter convo that Bloof had, where it's like two countries: Italy. I don't know if it's Spain. I don't know what it is. But uh, they're caught up on JoJo, whereas I don't know where we are in, in America. Maybe part five still. Anyway, the point is I would trust an Italian man if he was like, I know a lot about JoJo. I'd be like, you sure could. <laughs> you could. It's all out there in Italian for you. You could. There's probably fan. Yeah. Fan relations. Yeah. Or whatever. I, that's what I've read. Okay. Anyway. Those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can be on this podcast if uh, you have basic uh, like editing, self-editing skills, uh, or if you don't, it's, uh, you'll probably still be on here. We might make fun of you, but feel free to write to us. Uh, we won't make fun of them. Well, we make fun of people's typos and stuff. We do make fun of you. But usually when, when the typos are funny yeah. and they form other funny words. We're not like... like Ha, this person's an idiot. We don't do that. We did have someone who wrote in and like <laughs> multiple emails in a row were just like run on sentences that felt like, like just like, well, I got to write to them and just like didn't even take a second pass to be like, this, this could be broken up. <laughs> uh, we also should tell you that you can support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash jjbpod because who doesn't have a Patreon these days? That's how 90% of the world gets paid, I think is by having a Patreon where they draw shit or say things. And you can pledge your support to us for a dollar a month or three dollars a month. Both get you access to the Patreon feed that has some extra content, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter. And if you pledge at the three dollar level, we will also say thank you out loud on the podcast like so. I'm just going to say thank you so much from the bottom of my not-fermented heart from the bottom of my broken heart. That's a Britney Spears song. Okay, good for Britney. Thank you to Ken Barron, Kasun, Caleb, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Nocturnal, Kenny, Caden, Nick, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Martin, Michael, Christian, and Chad. You're Thanks. all 
the best kind of alcohol in our hearts and livers. Maybe? Good job. Look, I never know how to dismount from that segment. I said thank you and I meant it. I think you did a great job, Mark. Thank you. And thank you. You're welcome. Sincerely. <laughs> I'm going to put your name on this list. <laughs> also, I'm thinking about it. The way you sang From the Bottom of My Broken Heart was the exact same melody as Billy Joel's Well, We're Living Here in Allentown. It's very similar. Huh. And the don't understand. Really good. And then it's like, oof, that song's good. I feel like Billy Joel is like, I, I have lots of mixed feelings about. He's hit or I'm miss. Like, I'm like, he's too fucking corny. And then I'm like, this song goes fucking hard. Billy Joel's yeah, not the one. There's some songs I fucking love. And there's some songs I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Now we take a step back mentally <laughs> into the year 2000. When these manga chapters first came out. Uh, that have been turned into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Episode. Stone Episode? Stone What's Episode! What's wrong with my brain? What is wrong with you? are just whirling all the wor- words together. I think a furry robot pulled my brain out because I can't catch. Um, <laughs> oh. Look, the chapter Is the robot furry? So, yes, uh, it was. Not as much in the anime, but in the manga, you can see details of fur. It looks like a robot that put on some fashionable fur. Mm. Hopefully faux fur. You can all hope. Well, of uh, course, yeah. Meat is murder. Do you have any fun facts about this episode or any Araki like ending tidbits? Oh, I do have to get, I, we did finish another volume of the home collected bits, so I have to find his note. Maybe he'll talk about his, his usage of homophobic slurs in there. He's <laughs> I like, don't... I just learned this word. Do you know this word? <laughs> Can you imagine if he was like, well, I just hate gay people. <laughs> I would be <laughs> no! so upset. I'd be so sad. And I'd also be like, what's with you? What What are you, you're weird. Um, do you know what kind of manga you're writing? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, exactly. What's up, Jackie? I'm just thinking about like, cause he wrote it when everybody was homophobic, right? I mean, you <laughs> I could guess? argue that's true now. I mean, it, uh, it was 2000. It's not like this was. That's not when he wrote it. He wrote it in yes. 2000. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it came out in like August and September of 2000. Araki's canceled. We have to find something else to make a podcast about. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He's he's done a few things that are that are ridiculous uh, in, in the course of writing. Um, uh, he thinks Jojo. Nazis are heroes. Yeah, That's true. That's he true. thinks they're bros, even though they have slightly different opinions. That's true. He's been. <laughs> we should have canceled him a long time ago. It's too late now. We're in too deep. Here's uh, Araki's comment on the stand, Mary Lynn Manson. Before I forget, mm-hmm. uh, it wears a welding mask. It's a creepy debt collector, so I hid its facial expression. Mira Schoen's hairstyle is nice too, isn't it? I thought it would be creepy to have someone spying on others through their hair. Yeah. So that that's apparently why Mira Schoen's hair connects at the bottom of her chin. Their hair doesn't make any sense. How do they do that? How do you have hair that connects? It's like, like wallpaper that. glue. No, but there's no like seam. Like it's just it goes all the uh, way. I think they I cut think, out the detail. I think they, they I think they grew their just the one piece of hair. They grew it like extra long so that they can like take the tip of it and put it like oh, on the other side of like like hair that's plugs. That's where the seam is. Like hair plugs and they just put it inside their head. And But so then they just have to keep doing it. Just grow the front really long and then loop it around? Uh, you, They just have to do it once. With the one piece, you just 
plug oh, it oh, in. Oh, but when you say piece, you don't mean one strand of hair. Oh, right. No, I mean like that, that the strip, the strip of hair yes. that they have. Yes. That's the measurement of hair, strips. And then, and then they hair plug it in to yeah. their head. It's like a USB. Yes. Um, what, what, why is the name Mirachone? What is that? Uh, so Mirachone's name is... It sounds like Michonne from The Walking Dead. Nope. It's from uh, Italian fashion designer Mila Shun. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, her real name is some long Italian ass name. I don't know why she took the name Mila Schoon, but Schoon is German for like nice okay, or beautiful, but apparently you can say it like good, mm. which is a important line in this chapter and in Jojo in general. Mm. Just when someone wants to make a bet good. and you go good, it means it's <laughs> locked in. <laughs> you just fucked up. Basically is what it means. You just made a stupid bet and I'm going to hurt you. Good. And then there's like e- the evil like rumbling. Co- 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 <laughs> um Yeah, I'll look up Araki's author comment, but if you want to um talk about the episode, please. So it starts with a girl confessing to Father Pucci, who is he's the sluttiest <laughs> priest why is he a slutty priest he has like cherries in his mouth and he's like tie- like eating them and tying little knots in the stems and then talking about it why is he so sexy and like i would argue most priests are secretly freaks i think <laughs> like, I-, I think most priests are just repressed freakos but that's like a-, a flirty slutty thing that like it's past flirt yeah. It's weird. It's like it's like Araki really wanted us to know that this man can do things with his tongue. Like his tongue is very like I don't know. It's it's a, another talent of his. We needed to know that. Yeah. So that's good, I guess. I want to believe that <laughs> Araki is know. just like innocent and was like I grew some cherries in the garden today. Have you ever tried to tie a knot with cherries? No. And you're like, are you aware how weird this is? No, I think he. And he's, he's not. I think he like passed by a church and saw a really hot priest and was like, "I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write this guy into my manga. I'm gonna give. <laughs> him, I'm gonna give him circuit board patterned like hair. Yeah, he looks like a like a sexy android priest. I don't know, but anyway, there's the cherry thing. There's a girl who's like, oh right, she's not confessing. It sounded like she was. Com- is she confessing? I guess she is confessing. I don't know because he isn't listening. Clearly, it sounded to me. Yeah, that's true. It <laughs> sounded to me like she was confessing, but she also, I guess, wanted to. Like she wanted him to help her get parole, so maybe it's a little bit of both. Like she's been seeing a priest, um, in order to to get better, and she was hoping that he would help her. Is parole the same as like an early, like a sh- a shorter sentence or whatever, or a commuted sentence? I don't know. I th- I think in this case it's the same thing. The fact you get let out early, but you're paroled. Yeah. So you're still like, you have Long to probation. be good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so she's saying some stuff, and Poochie is like, you know, parrots can learn to read and appreciate art <laughs> and stuff. He's like, you can teach animals to be like people. So is there even a difference at all between people and animals? <laughs> um, and then he starts talking about the cherry. He's like, the challenge comes from completing the first cherry. Um, I guess, like, tying the knot in the first cherry stem. And then, um, which tooth do you use to bite the second one? And he's like, it's very important. And I don't know. So I guess he's been practicing on these cherries for a long time. <laughs> it's yeah. his whole life. It- Are priests allowed to make out with people? 
I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure so. chastity doesn't just mean like, we could do everything up to penetration. It's fine. <laughs> it's just groping people in the confession booth. Being like, it's fine. God's fine with it. It's fine. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, and then I wrote down here, why is Father Pucci a slutty priest? <laughs> he's good with his tongue and then oh yeah and then he like bash he's they talk about he's like oh yeah you've been good i'm gonna recommend you for a parole and she's like oh you mean it and then he bashes her head against something the corner of the table the corner of the table it's pretty brutal ouch. ouch he didn't need to do that um and then you couldn't do said, that in our house because we've toddler proofed our coffee table oh what'd you put on it you put some like soft stuff on like rubber i think soft I bumpies so if somebody bashed yeah. your head against the table, what would it what would happen? Hopefully nothing. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um <laughs> good job. Good parenting. Um Thank you. So and then he gives her a stand. He puts a CD in her head. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's talking to himself about how he can't leave he can't let Jotaro stand uh leave this prison. Um and then we get the intro music. Any thoughts about any of that? From anyone here i like poochie's voice and i which is weird because i don't like his stan's voice mm. it's just like a little bit slowed down a little bit affected and yeah, i guess he's doing a different goofy thing. as a stand but he sounds cool as a priest um i am glad that the villain is revealed so that we get these fun scenes of seeing him uh choose who gets to be the bad guys and justifying why he made like a underling I, mm-hmm. I enjoy this, and I feel like we didn't, we don't always get that in JoJo, mm-hmm. but it is fun when we do. And I also like in Stardust Crusaders, like when we see Dio trying to seduce uh, people, like Abdul runs away from his hair, flesh, buds, and mm. whole horse in the library <laughs> trying to catch Dio reading the Quran or whatever um, <laughs> that they changed. Um, but so yeah, it's really fun for me to just see Pucci being like, I don't know, maybe you'll be useful. It's early into this arc, so I can put in this silly stand. <laughs> um, and but I really do. I am sitting there like, where did those CDs come from? Who was the scumbag that had this already? Yeah. Oh yeah, because Jackie, I don't know if you mentioned this. Did you mention the fact that he bashed her head because he was taking back his crucifix that she stole? Oh no, I missed that. Oh. oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she like somehow like pickpocketed him and took his crucifix. Oh. So he bashes her head in and then pulls out of her back pocket the crucifix, and he's like, "I think I can put those like tricky hands of yours to use and give you mm. a stand." Although the stand isn't quite stealing, it's actually supposed to be kind of an honest stand if you think about well, it. Uh, well, but gambling was um, apparently that's what she did in life. That's why she's in prison. Is something about gambling? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I don't know why the line was about her hands or unless her hands gambled maybe, and that's why she stole because she wanted to sell the gold uh, cross probably. Um, so now that you know that, do you think it made sense for him to bash her head into the table? Yeah, totally. Because she was a thief. <laughs> she had a coming. Think, <laughs> I still don't think he needed to do that, but it does make more sense. In the manga, it definitely looks worse. It's definitely more painful, but Aww. it is funny in the TV that it looks like she's like almost about to move in that direction anyway. And then he just like Bruce Lee flow like water just like continues the motion for her. Mm. Um, it's it's very silly, uh, but painful looking. Damn. Uh, and then we I think do they start the episode with this? Because in the manga, it starts with them. It starts with that. And then we get the intro music, the intro. And then we opening. see them on the baseball, baseball, the basketball, athletic Square. Yeah. Yeah. The blacktop. 
Yeah. yeah. Or recreational time. Out in the paint. Yeah, this this episode is fun and ridiculous, which is a good way to, mm-hmm. to, to sort of sell JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Should I um, keep keep reading through what happens? Yeah. Okay. So we found out, they, they talk a bit about like having Jotaro stand and how FF Foo Fighters is hiding the stand. They can't, they, they, they don't have a plan yet. Like Jolene doesn't have a plan yet for getting this, smuggling the stand CD over to where Jotaro is and where the Speedwagon Foundation is. So they're just kind of like waiting it out. Meanwhile, FF Foo Fighters is drinking out of a cup that says Larg. Yeah, is it supposed to say large? It doesn't have an E, so... No, it's. I think it's large. <laughs> notice that. It, it definitely does not have an E. <laughs> this is a mystery. No one was able to tell me what the fuck it said on uh, Lightning McQueen's shirt either. I don't know. I don't know where she got this... Because cl- at, fir- at first I was like, this looks branded. It looks like she went to like a McDonald's or, or something. 7-Eleven. Yeah, something, like a yeah. 7-Eleven, but they're at the at the prison. Um, Maybe a synonym for gulp is large. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fallen out of favor. It's one of those fake Starbucks sizes. I think it's it's bigger than Venti. Yeah, it's fake, like an Italian word. <laughs> yeah. So FF is drinking out of this cup, drinking their water, and then some other girl comes and starts drinking out of the water that was just on the bench. They they just left the the water on on the bench by itself. But um, but and then and then FF gets mad. And starts yelling, hey, that's my water, blah, 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 blah. So she's very sensitive about, or they're very sensitive and protective of their water. Um, and the gals are like, don't make a scene, FF, don't. Like, I'll get you more water. Yeah. But FF splits uh, her finger open? Yeah, and she like shoots out some, or they should shoot out some goop. Yeah, some some extra so that's goop. how they're deploying the stand now, shooting some goop. It's pretty cool. Yeah, shooting goop out of their fingers into the drinker thief's mouth, which then yeah. causes their mouth to expand. Like she just suddenly filled it with a bunch of liquid. Okay, because I didn't understand what was happening there. And they definitely highlight the fact that it's so big that her cheeks bleed a little bit. Yeah, and she throws up, up rainbows. And then she, yeah, like kind of like spits out all of the... the I, I don't think she pukes. I think she just spits out all of the okay the, the fluid into the the larg cup and in the manga the character says like my jaw is dislocated mm. um, <laughs> and foo fighters still drinks out of it yeah foo fighters makes a comment like oh there's even more in here now and yeah. drinks it and jolene and, and aramis are like blah, 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 blah. gross that also didn't seem like enough water for foo fighters i thought that they would need more you know it's it, it is a large cup it, well it's a larg a it's larg it's a larg it's a cup but it's a large cup i thought cup. That they would need I thought that they would need more water throughout the day, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe they just have water hidden all over the place or they only need a little bit to replenish. Maybe. Uh, Certainly after shooting the goo, maybe they need, uh, maybe they should be, well, I guess they're getting it back from the cup now. It's disgusting. Yeah. So anyway, then they all start playing catch, um, Jolene and Foo Fighters. Um, And... Uh, Mira Shone comes by. Like they start playing catch, and they're like they they get to like eighty something uh, rows, yeah, rows without without dropping it. So Foo Fighters is learning how to play, like not learning how to play, but like learning how to catch and like getting good at it. 
Yeah, it's weird because in the in the um, the Japanese version, you can hear them calling it, I think, catchball. And when mm. FF first says that, I thought that that was like, oh, to show that they're like a weirdo alien person. But then I think they continue to call it catchball mm. in Japanese. Maybe that's what it's called in Japanese. So, yeah, I think that that is the case. I'm not sure if exactly it was catchball, but it was something like that. Uh, in the manga, Aramis makes the comment of like, you probably only know what a ball is because of Etro's memories or something. Mm. It's just like this weird, like, you've only heard of a ball. Of course, you haven't thrown one. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then there's this awkward, very elbowy pose as FF goes to throw the ball. And I have to say that they actually do really well for their first effort. It actually goes to Jolene mm. and they just throw it back and forth for a while. And Jolene does have a catcher's mitt or not. A, just She has a baseball uh, glove. Mm. And uh, I have to stop saying in the manga, but yeah. the way they come across Mirashon in the manga is that FF throws a ball a little bit crazy. It almost hits Mirashon, but Jolene like catches it right behind her head. Mm. And then that's when they talk. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Mirashon comes in when, when Foo Fighters is like, oh, we've caught it 80 something times, whatever. And then Mirashon is like, I bet you can't make it to a hundred. Um in that voice. No, she actually has like a sexy voice. She's like, I bet you can't make it to a hundred or whatever. Um that was my sexy voice. <laughs> you sound tired. Okay. Um and let's see. Uh yeah, this is where I wrote down. This is where I noticed in my notes that they're using they them pronouns for FF. Um and then yeah, and so she and then so she, she tries to bet them a uh, hundred bucks to get to a hundred, and Jolene's like, "I don't trust this one." And Aramis is like, "Think of what we could do with all that money. We should take it. Come on." So because she's like, "You need to get the discs back out yeah. somewhere, and your rights are restricted right now because you're in trouble with you know the jail." And it would help. Them. I don't have that much money. Yeah. Uh, even though it's weird, she later says in the comic book, haha, uh, she says that she has thousands of dollars because it's Lightning McQueen's money, technically. Um, mm. Lightning McQueen. Lightning McThunder. What the fuck is it? Is it Lightning McQueen? Which one's McQueen? The Isn't suicide Lightning guy. McQueen from Cars? Yeah. It is McQueen. No, is it McQueen? Yeah, it's McQueen. It is McQueen. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know if it's Lightning. I don't think it's Lightning. It's thunder. It's thunder because he's Sander. Sander or thunder. Uh, oh, thunder. Yeah, thunder. Thunder McLightning. Very, very frightening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that he has a bunch of, of money or something. So even though it's not technically Hermes, it is weird that she's like, we need money and I don't have much. Um, so anyways, that it's, you know, she doesn't just want to justify the bet because she's like, think about all the cash we could no. buy shit with. Yeah. She has like a decent reason for it but. i just didn't write down all the reasons but yeah yeah she, yeah, yeah. aramis had reasons and uh so then they kind of start to like establish some rules they're like um Mirashon can get to, can't get too close to them or yell i guess um and <laughs> yeah, it's funny. it was something about like you just can't make any loud noises um that would be the dumbest villain if she has no stand but they just go to throw the ball and she's like ah <laughs> I would just be like, I would just be like, if if there's any interference, it doesn't count, you know, yeah. which is what they should have done because that covers like 
some asshole coming in and catching it, you know. This or, is why insurance agreements are like pages long of shit you're not yeah, going to read. Yeah. Because it's all the ways they can get out of it. Yeah. Um, and But yeah, so she can't get too close to them or yell. And Mirashone is like, fine, but you have to throw within a certain amount of time. I think it was 10 seconds. And... Uh, you can't drop it, right? They can't drop it. Oh, and they need to be a certain distance apart from each other as well. Oh, There's okay. a timer... And they need to be a certain distance apart in order to throw. Um, and then, um, they're, so they start catching. You know, they're like, okay, cool, bet. And then they start throwing. And then um, Mirashone sits on the bench next to Foo Fighters Water. Real fast. Yes. I just want to say that the, well, I guess I already said it. But just the good thing is like, I, I don't know if it's a throwback to Darby. But the Darby brothers do say good. And I feel like we've also seen that in maybe part five. Uh, just I don't know if that's like a thing in Japanese culture of saying good when the bet good. is made, but yeah, menacing. Um, and so Mirashone sits next to uh, Larg, Lar- the Larg cup, and <laughs> Foo Fighters is like, "Get away from my water!" She starts freaking out, and uh, I don't. Oh yeah, then Aramis takes the water she's like i got the water like so she's holding the water to so everybody calms down but foo fighters is like still mad so they throw the ball at jolene like all crazy and jo- I, I think maybe they were trying to throw it at mirashone or something i don't know but she, they throw the ball and it like it's like i don't know it's like not right it's not right at jolene so jolene had to like dive for it but she caught it does she um, do the thing where does she pull the fence closer to her so it hits the ball and she catches it? I did not. I don't think so. There's, think yeah, so. there's things in the in the manga they didn't do here where like a basketball almost hits her or like mm. someone drops, like someone does a bad pass and then she goes mm. to catch the ball and ends up using stone free, stone ocean, stone free to like pull a bench towards her and it like mm. hits her in the face but she catches the ball and there's some person on the basketball court who's like, hey, that wasn't my fault. It's, I don't know. How long is this in the manga? Is it like, is it the whole thing? Uh, I mean, it's chapters 34 through 39. So it's like five or, I think it's six chapters of this whole catch game. I think this would be very fun in a video game. If there was like a Stone Ocean video game and you have to like walk around and like catch up to Mira Shone, but also mm-hmm. every five seconds or whatever, you have to throw a ball and be in the line of sight. It seems like it'd be a big pain in the ass. Yeah. But it'd be fun to have to like multitask. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it'd be hard. It'd be, but it's because it'd, be, it'd be one of those games where it's like you have to press X at this exact moment to catch the ball. Well, it'd be fun because you know? they do all these failure animations where the baseball could hit a wall or like a prison worker in the face, uh, and then you just get like a different organ taken out by the bad guy, mm-hmm. and it would be like you suck. Press start, and you'd be like, okay. Anyway, so they get to a hundred throws, and they're like, all right, pay up. And so Mirashone is like, oh, oh, actually, first they're like, actually, it should be instead of 100, because Mirashone's like, here's the 100, and they're like, oh, it should be 200, because the bet was also made with FF, and I guess it was. Yeah, I don't have vivid memories of that happening either, but I guess that FF also agreed to the bet, and so Mirashone, for some dumb reason, is like, okay, that's two bets going on. Yeah, so so $200 um, is paid out, and then Mirashone is like, I bet you with. I bet you a grand that you can't do it again. So another hundred times. Um, 
same rules and jolene is like i don't trust this one i'm not going to do that like i don't have that kind of money and Hermes is like i'll do it i'll you know so Hermes goes in on the bet and she's throwing she's the one throwing the ball to foo fighters and then Hermes puts a double mint gum in her mouth <laughs> but it just says double mint, mint? It says mint, and it was the branding Sing, single mint gum. It was the branding of double mint gum, but it but but it just said mint on it. But I think it was I wrote down it was a double mint gum. I think that was a real like company a that that they their brand was just one mint single mint, and they gum. lost out to double mint because who doesn't want double? Yeah, what a shame. Um, and so they're playing, they're 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 catching, they're throwing, um, which by the way I feel like is super impressive because have you. Like, do you, when was the last time you all played catch or do you remember playing catch? It's really hard to catch a lot of times in a row. Probably before 9-11. Damn. The last time I played catch. But it's really hard to, to catch and throw many times in a row. You know, somebody like gets tired and they're, they, or they, they, I don't know, they, they, they fuck up and they let it go too early or something or too late and it's like too high or too low or something. And then you have to dive for it. It's really hard. That's interesting. Did you stop because of 9-11? That's, yeah, I was just like, I don't like things <laughs> flying through the air anymore at all. Who knows what could happen? No, I think yeah, that, that like, sense. after I quit, like, Little League Baseball, I was like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Mm. Why would you throw a ball? You, have, you, you throw shit to transport it. Don't give mm. it back to That's me. True. What are you, what are, you should get a dog. You throw it. I don't catch. You bring it back. And then I have to okay. fucking fight with the dog to drop it. Why do they do that? <laughs> That's part of the fun for them is just fighting you for yeah, the I thing guess that's in their true. mouth. I hate that. Anyway. Because <laughs> they're, they're like, they they know that you don't really want this stick or this like slobbery ball. They know you don't want it. Yeah. Anyway, they're like, it's mine now. Um. So yeah, let's see. So yeah, so they're playing, they're catching, everything's good. And then a guard comes by and he's like all right everybody go inside um and uh well they grab jolene or hermes's arm yeah the guard tries to stop them and, like grabs the arm and it's making it very hard for them to continue catching and throwing um is this guy dressed as a clown <laughs> was he i don't i didn't i didn't catch that but they well, had he silly... has like clown makeup on or something i don't know something weird oh yeah yeah scum. yeah this guy looks like a fucking or like like the Undertaker wrestler. I don't know which wrestler it is, but like, didn't one of the wrestlers have this where it was like a dark version of like the fucking Piero kind of clown makeup? I don't know. Like a little fucking oh, bat, wing, bat wings on the, over their eyes. Anyway. I'm not sure. Anyway, so uh, the guard tries to stop them and he's like, everybody go inside. And Jolene's like, okay, we're calling this bet off because we got to go inside. And... Then Mirashone is like, well, let's say a meteor falls on this game. And you'll say, oh, we couldn't do anything about it. We're going to have to stop the game. But, you, but you're saying that to convince yourself that, you know, there was nothing you could do and that it's not your fault. And it's just, you know, we have to call off the bet. But actually, you know, you threw slower. If you threw faster, then this wouldn't have interrupted the game. So really, it's your fault. But you gotta, I don't know. I don't know what her logic was there. It didn't really make sense to me, but it's just like, you can't blame things on other things, even if you didn't know that they were going to happen. I mean, it's true that their bet was that we'll play catch uh, with a, a hundred back and forths 
and we'll throw the ball within 10 seconds and we'll stand this far apart. Uh, you know, they could have done it faster or they should have thought like, oh, we're going to have to go inside soon. It's going to be very hard to play. What happened to the freedom of this prison? Like, they should let them be free to just play catch all night. It's scheduled freedom. <laughs> you know. I thought it was like you can go anywhere at any time. It's freedom within a very tiny window of liberty. Okay. You know, you're free to move from here or there and I'm pointing from one end of a cell to the other end. They should have been able to pause the game. They should be like, we'll pause this game and we'll continue tomorrow. Yeah. But I think it's fair for Mira Shon to be like, no, we had a bet going and uh, it's too fucking bad. And then she could have been like, by the way, also, I'm a stand user. <laughs> so it's important you follow the rules. Mm. Yeah. So she was like, you know, in your in your heart, you know that you were throwing slow or whatever. So... I don't know. Aramis is like, all right, fine. You're confusing. Well, I don't know. If it were me, I'd be like, all right, you're confusing me. So I'm just going to pay off this guard. So <laughs> Aramis pays off the guard a hundred bucks and the guard is like, okay, cool. And, but then he comes back and he's like, actually a hundred bucks. That's only enough for the ball. And then he takes the glove away from Aramis. I guess he takes the glove away from Foo Fighters too. Does he? I don't know. I don't know if Foo Fighters had a glove. Mm. Um, and but but because he all oh, right right he took the glove away so and but while she was trying to catch and she like and like the ball kind of slipped out of her hand because it's very hard to barehand um, catch a baseball um, and it slips out of her hand but she put a sticker on it so she basically took the sticker off and then was able and then it, it like it was a sticker on her gum actually. On her gum. On her single mint gum. On her gum. Okay. She like duped the gum so that the gum is stuck oh, to the ball. Okay, got it. It'll fly back sense. towards her. Uh, and right. And she caught it. And then, but, but because of she used her stand, which watching it the first time, I thought it was cheating. Watching it the second time, I don't think that's cheating. She caught the ball. No one said you couldn't use your stand to catch the ball. It's true. I kind of agree the, with the you. The ball was yeah. in her hand. It didn't yeah. touch the ground. But the you point know? is she... So so she got punished because she felt inside that she was cheating. Right. Mirashon is like, I can't prove it, but on the inside, Hermes knows what happened and she broke one of the rules. I don't... Which rule did she break? I don't know. I Just that you can't... You can't drop the ball, I guess. Mm. Um. Well, anyway, then this stand that calls itself Marilyn Manson... <laughs> Do you guys know what that's a reference to? Uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. Well, that's uh, what Marilyn Manson's Joe. name Marilyn is a reference Monroe to. Marilyn Monroe and um, Charles Manson. That's correct. Did you know that in the original Marilyn Manson band, Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids, all band members had the first name of a like vintage model and the last name of a killer or serial murderer? I did know that. Twiggy Ramirez. Mm. Marilyn Manson. I'm blanking on other ones, but it's fine. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Another one. Another one's gonna like pop into my head. Probably a Dahmer or something. Mm. Anyway. And then Marilyn. So Marilyn Manson is a debt collector stand. It will do whatever it needs to do. It will. It all. It basically it like it knows when you, you are when cheating. when you when you believe she like but when you believe that you're cheating. You could be like a weirdo who like, not a weirdo, but like you can be like, well, 
it's not cheating because I don't believe in those rules or something like that. Or mm-hmm. you can or be like, well, it's not cheating because I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Even though it is cheating, but you're just like, well, no, I'm dumb and I don't know how to in, follow in the rules In the comic book, this actually is mirrored later on. They kind of change the ending in the anime for a reason I kind of understand. But in the manga, this specific issue comes back later. Mm. The way you're talking about it. Do you think George Costanza would be not susceptible to this? Because his yes. philosophy is it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he, he never thinks that he's no, wrong about anything. Know, he always he, thinks that he's right. He might say that, but then I can just picture him being like, Jerry, Jerry, no! And like his liver's being taken <laughs> out by the stand. <laughs> and he's just being like, oh! And Jerry's like, I don't know what to do. Um. Yeah, I, I can see this happening to him because he. I, I think that that George would feel bad. He's felt bad before. No, but he always True. thinks that he's right. Yeah, but he still has a guilt complex because he's quote unquote Catholic. Mm. He's is he? the most. He's well. I I have to assume that his character is supposed to be because it's like an Italian last name. Yeah, but and he's, he's like the most Jewish. He's, he's not Jewish. Like they don't establish him as a Jewish character, even though he seems like a Jewish character. Character. And his parents seem very and Jewish. And his parents also seem very And they're very all Jewish. played by Jewish actors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but they're you know. Costanza. They're the Costanzas. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're like Italian Catholic. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I. You know how there's like a bunch of spinoff fan fiction for JoJo's that's like kind of official? I'm writing a Seinfeld book that okay. no one wait. has signed off on, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they'll let me do it. Okay. So so Seinfeld is, it's it's like JoJo Seinfeld or something. Yeah, it's like the George Joe star of Seinfeld where everything is fucking ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, so um, Marilyn Manson takes the money out of Hermes' boobs and uh, takes her liver. Yeah, this this was pretty, this was hard because, to watch. The because like, you cut can, on her tit. Yeah. And the like, it's like sticks a hook right through her stomach to take the liver out all the way through to take you the liver out. Of loves turning people into donuts. Turning people into donuts. Kakyoin, Jolene kind of gets donutted, but she really is made out of webs. You need the liver, right? You need you it. You need that. Yeah. yeah. They the couldn't liver. take something that you don't need. There's there's some organ that people sell Appendix. when they need money. No, there's one that the people sell when they need money. You I forget sell which one it is. A kidney. A kidney yeah. Because you, you're bilateral you symmetrical those. with those. Yeah. Yeah. If we had two livers, alcoholism would be less of a problem, right? I don't That's know. That's true. Because you could, maybe you'd have more filtering. And if you got cirrhosis, it would be in one liver. Anyway, they this try- is going in my book. Okay. So they try to attack <laughs> the stand and they you can't really attack it. And it's it's kind of like, I'm a manifestation of Aramis's like guilt or something or heart or I don't know, losing spirit. <laughs> And uh, whatever, you can't attack it. And so then Jolene is like, wait, we'll catch it a thousand times. And if we succeed, you'll have to give it back. You'll have to give everything back. Everything that you took from Aramis, you have to give it back. And you're going to leave us alone. And that was like, I guess that's where we're like, okay, that's the plan. Like she wants to take the um, the disc, the, the stand, Jotaro stand. You know, it's weird because in the first... And maybe second. Yeah, in, in both Darby Brothers fights, they literally wager their soul, mm. which in some ways feels more like impactful and it's scary. A, it's like that's like the deal with the devil thing, I but, think. But yeah, but in Stone Ocean, it's like everyone's just fucking losing CDs and switching CDs around, which is basically your soul. 
Yeah. So I think it's good that Araki pivoted to the more graphic, nasty, yeah. and physical, just organ black market stuff. Yeah. In the manga, too, well, the liver's very the detailed. If you have money or if you have something valuable, it'll take that. But like, if not, then we're going to take your liver. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's quite graphic. And I feel like I could feel the pain of just like, oh, just the side of your stomach. Someone just ripped out your liv. I like that it perfectly heals you, though, when, when it gives everything back. Yeah, I mean, it's got to undo any oh, damage it did. It's very nice. So Jolene wants to make a bet, and it's good. Then they accept it, and then um, Jolene and Foo Fighters are playing catch again. And, you know, Hermes is like, you can't do that, Jolene. She's going to take your dad's stand and whatever, whatever. And Jolene is like, I can't let you die for me. And they try to do a thousand throws in a row without dropping it, which is insane. I feel like it's very difficult to do that if you're not like a pro. You have to have a huge <laughs> attention just, span. It's take too. a long time. Yeah. You have to like really concentrate. Yeah. And you, you really, you can't fuck up. You can't just like your hands can't get like sweaty and then you like, like let, like let it go too early, you know, cause then it just is bad. Um, and so, yeah, so they can't, they can't attack the stand, but they can attack Mirashone. So that's what they, um, like they kind of go after her when she's, she goes back into the prison. So they go after her while still playing catch and Mirashone turns off the lights while they're playing catch because they're looking for her, I guess. And she turns off the lights in the middle of a throw, I think in the middle of a throw and it like hits Foo Fighters face. Yeah. And then like goop comes out of their eyes and I think helps I think they them catch, catch it with it. the goop, but like it's not yeah. cheating because like that is Foo Fighters. Yeah. And also Foo Fighters probably doesn't know what cheating is anyway. <laughs> but I think it's just supposed to be like, well, that's, you know, that's part of their bodies. They can just yeah. goop catch. Yeah. And so then Foo Fighters shoots out of her finger some more goo in the general direction of Michonne because they heard not Michonne, sorry, that's Walking Dead. Mirashone. Uh, Mirashone. <laughs> because they heard her say something. And you just hear a scream, too, like when she yeah. fires into the darkness. She hit her. And then they're playing catch still, and they're running after Mira Shone. And then she follows her into a room, is what she calls it at first. Not Somehow not realizing that she chased her onto an elevator car. They're, well, first they're yelling like, yes, but first Jolene is yelling like, oh, who gave you this power? It was Pale Snake, right? It was White Snake, right? And she's like, I don't know who that is. All I wanted was to go on parole. And then that's when they find out that they're in the elevator and she closes the elevator door. Um, yeah, because she hides the panel with her body at first. Yeah. But again, again, it's just like, I guess if you're really chasing someone and focusing on them, you won't notice. And I don't know if it happened in the anime episode, but... Here in the manga is where Jolene is like, look, like we're not going to make it to a thousand throws or we don't have to. We just have to catch Mirashon and beat the shit yeah. out of her and then her stand will turn off. Mm. Uh, but then, yeah, she finds out that she's in an elevator when Mirashon hits the down button. And I thought it was up. Well, whatever. I think it's up. because We, we know it's not left or right. It's up because <laughs> um, then Foo Fighters climbs up the stairs to catch up to catch up to Jolene. Okay, and then you guys have to take over with the rest of this because I don't remember what the anime does here. So she closes the the elevator between them and they're still playing catch and um, 
Mirashone is counting down because they have 10 seconds in between. So it's like n- eight, seven, six. And um, Jolene like kind of pulls open the elevator door and is able to throw or catch. I don't remember what which one is which at this point, but they're able to get another throw in through to Foo Fighters. That's still at the level and the elevator is going up. And then Foo Fighters climbs up, uh, runs up the stairs to catch it again. And and they're like waiting in front of where the elevator is going to be. And the elevator gets there and it opens the doors and Foo Fighters is ready to catch and Jolene throws it, but then a cop, uh, not a cop, a security, a, a guard. security guard. I think guard, the clown one, yeah. Same guy. Security guard um, interferes and catches the ball and then he starts to walk away and it's like clear that like he was paid or something to interfere by Mirashone. So that is cheating, but I guess it doesn't count, which is stupid because that shit should count as cheating. They should have just been like, if you cheat Mirashone, then we get the money. You know, if you're caught cheating. Like, yeah. if you're caught trying to manipulate it. They fucked up and they didn't set the rules properly. But anyway, at that point, when the when the security guard catches it, it seems like it's over. It's like, well, shit. Like, we lost. You know, we didn't catch the ball. Marilyn Manson comes and stabs Jolene in the stomach and... Mirashone is like, I'm going to take your most valuable organ and then for the rest, I'm going to use your dad's stand, which Foo Fighters has been hiding with them the whole time. With and tiny little hands holding it inside her chest. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> yes. Like, it looked like it was in the back. It's in like their in back. her back or in her torso, but it's like two little tiny hands grabbing it. Yeah. And, and, and remember, Marilyn Manson always knows where things are that it needs to collect from you. So you can't hide anything from, from Marilyn. It turns out that Jolene has the ball with her and it's because she, using her thread, was able to disassemble the ball that was in the guy's pocket and bring it back to her and then put it back together. And she says, like, you didn't say who I had to play catch with. Right. So I guess she counted it as though the guard caught it and she pulled it back from him within 10 seconds. Yeah, but I don't think that should count because the nobody threw it to her. She used her thread to get it. I don't think that should count. Well. Um, but whatever. Marilyn Mac- Manson accepts this and gives her back everything. And then Jolene is able to punch the shit out of um, Mirashone. I, I agree that that ending kind of doesn't make sense because Jolene didn't... Jolene didn't believe in her heart that she was cheating. So Marilyn should have never tried to take the, the stand CD or Jolene's organ, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was just for dramatic sake, I think. In the comic, I, I, I'm a little bit fuzzy now because I've like read both summaries, but it's that she tells Foo Fighters to throw the ball to her even though the elevator is going down. She throws it and Jolene uses Stone Free to disassemble the ball in mm-hmm. the same like fashion, pull apart the mm-hmm. threading, rip the hide away and pull the ball through the metal grating and then grabs it. And Mira Shone is like, hey, that's cheating. And Jolene's like, no, in baseball, if something happened to the ball and it broke into a million pieces, if the catcher catches all the pieces, that counts. That's how it works in baseball. And I think I mm. think that's true. That like if the if the hide, if the leather comes off the ball, but mm. you catch both pieces, then that counts. Mm. And so I think this is the reflection of if you don't think it's cheating, then it's not. Mm. Whereas Hermes yeah. was like, I kind of use my stand back there and she mm. feels bad and loses her liver. So in the manga, she's like, yeah. I didn't cheat, so Marilyn Manson doesn't get to activate here. 
And then she's like, if you don't give us back all our stuff, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And Mirashon's <laughs> like, okay, look, I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to get parole. And she and you see like uh, Hermes get her liver back. And FF tells Jolene like, hey, I just saw Hermes get her liver back and stuff. And then while they're talking, a guard comes up to Jolene, the same one, and grabs the ball out of her hand. Mm. And that's when Mirashon, you know, she fake like groveled. And now she's like, ha ha you know, you lose the game because, you know, it wasn't a thousand yet. And so Marilyn Manson pops out and does steal something. It like punches Jolene mm. through her stomach. It donuts her. And then I think it also grabs the disc somehow from FF. But it seems like Jolene just beats the shit out of her anyway. Mm. I guess it's like you lo- she lost an organ, but she's still tough enough to hit her in the face with a ball. Uh, and so then she bounces the ball off her, I guess, 500 times. If you think about it, each bounce is probably, you know two volleys so we can assume that this hurt a lot so uh, and is, i think it's is Hermes just hanging out without a liver this whole time yeah she's just laying there she's I just bleeding out yeah nobody took her to the hospital or anything the prison board so they could be like golly gee this lady doesn't have a liver right now so would probably take them a while that wouldn't be the first thing you look for although i guess if you work in a prison and someone has a hole down there you might be like is this a black market thing <laughs> but yeah so it's a little bit different in the comic I think I like the comics better because it reminds me of the Jotaro thing where Alessi's like ha 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 now you're a baby and then he just hits him anyway mm. I think that's a fun logic that's in a lot of shonen manga probably of just being like but the hero was so tough that he beat him up anyway uh, but uh, I liked it anyway and I like that Jolene's like, it's not cheating for me to unravel the ball midair mm-hmm. and pull it through a fence. Great. Great stuff. Great stuff. Absolutely. I like how Mirashan's hair is just a loop. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about was... that, about how you could do that. Oh, shit. My bad. That's what I was talking about with like the, have the strip of her hair, pull it around and oh, make it into hair plugs. I, don't know why. I thought you were talking about someone else. Oh, okay. It is interesting that in the flashback, Mirashon does not have that. Her the flashback? Hair, when she's talking to Pucci in the beginning. Oh, that's a flashback? Sorry. In the comic, they start on the basketball like athletic area, and then they jump back to... I guess it's not a flashback. It could it have could been... It could be like a meanwhile. But I doubt it would be like that same day, because again, her hair changes. Her hair is different, actually, in the, in the anime, too. I noticed yeah, yeah. that. She doesn't have the loop in the beginning. You... She just has like a bunch of hair in her face. Yeah. Yeah. She became a JoJo's character. When she got the stand, so she had to have yeah, a weird Yeah, she was normal. Look. And then she just grew her hair out really fast. Maybe she stole someone's hair in a bet. Do we think that she's going to become a Joe bro? No. Okay. I don't, I don't want her around. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of yeah. gross. Um, why is she gross? I don't know. She's kind of hot, but also, I don't know why your hair links together and your stand takes people's <laughs> organs out. Yeah. It's weird. And just debt collectors are gross. I noticed something while like, you know, looking up the info from like the JoJo fan wiki. So I've told you guys that there's two fan wiki websites, right? For JoJo's. Mm -hmm. Well, there's also been one when I copy and paste it, when you paste it, it is somehow stores in your clipboard, this other block of text. That's like, this is from JoJo's bizarre encyclopedia and must be attributed. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is so annoying. And I just delete it. Um, but I actually read it this time mm-hmm. and it says this content comes from Jojo's Bizarre Encyclopedia, jojowiki.com. 
and must be attributed to its authors as specified in the license. JoJo's Bizarre Wiki, the Fandom Wiki, is prohibited from using it for repeatedly copying without giving credit. Oh, shit. So there is apparently beef Eef. between the two between the two JoJo wikis. Um, I don't know which one I like better. I think they both have important information, but I wish all this fighting would stop. Mm. Um, is there? Do they show the gold tooth that Hermes has in the uh, in the anime? I didn't notice the gold tooth. I don't think so. When, uh, when like Marilyn Manson is like kind of rummaging through her and it takes the titty money out and uh, eventually is like, you have, you know, you also have a liver I could use. It takes one of her gold teeth out too. She has like a oh. gold filling. Uh, so it's really, uh, really gross. Just rummaging through her body for stuff. Yeah. Miles, what are your final thoughts? I just think it's neat that this whole thing was a game of catch. That was really cool. Also, yeah. FF is very funny to me. Yeah, FF is great. I like that she drinks and, other people's And their stand wash. is like way cool that they shoot out this goop. Because I was wondering, like, it shows them like shooting in the intro. And I was like, what is this? Bucciolati? Or not Bucciolati. Mista? But mm. it's it's pretty cool and different the way it's employed. We we talked about how this is, has, is similar a little bit to Darby Brothers. And I think Darby Brothers could, um, they could have fit right in into a jail like those stand that stand and that that idea of just making a game or like this idea right of just making like um an episode of just a game um that fits in well with like a prison so what other stands have we seen in previous seasons that we think that you think could also be like take place in a prison well someone wrote in and mentioned the rock paper scissors boys two men yeah stand Mm. yeah so i think that would fit in pretty well in a jail i feel like nothing with weapons because you're not supposed to have weapons you're not supposed to but when I mean, we had a sniper in this in this comic as well yeah that's true i guess if you have enough money you can do all kinds of crazy stuff yeah this jail really takes to heart the idea that you could just bribe somebody for anything so like in that case i guess you could say that the darby the younger could have a fucking super nintendo in there too because mm-hmm. that's where one thing where i'm like i don't know if you'd be able to get a tv and yeah f-zero knockoff game into the prison but whatever um what else would be a good there's definitely a money stand in jojoleon that's uh ridiculous um but isn't there one that like turns things into gold or something rumpelstiltskin i thought there was a stand that turns (laughs) stuff into gold shigechi's little stand maybe but that's not oh that just like finds all the coins oh yeah i think that's a good one that could work in prison. Yeah, just have little helpers prison. go around and just finds all the shanks. Yes. You just make a big giant shank out of all the sharpened toothbrushes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Mariah's magnet stand would be really useful because you could magnetize people to the bars and stuff. Ooh. You just hurt people by slamming them. Oh, something else that was in the comic that I, I really liked was when they're playing catch going back into the prison... At one point, um, FF throws the ball to Jolene or vice versa. I forget. And you see one of the female inmates being like, what's this ball doing here? And she goes to like grab it or she's just noticing it. And Jolene sees this and freaks out. She then grabs another like a nearby inmate's hand with stone free and just like slams it into the other girl's face. Mm. So she just like has one prisoner hit the other one so she doesn't catch the ball. Mm. Uh, maybe they took it out because it's just like random mean spiritedness to like two innocent women, <laughs> one of That's whom just wanted enough. to catch a ball. 
Uh, but it is really funny to just like you're force making someone me sad that they didn't else. expand this into like a three episode <laughs> thing. Oh, that would have been that would have been too too much. I, I I yeah I don't know. I mean I guess just because of our podcast doing it weekly, I don't like those longer ones. But I want to know where Emporio was this whole time. They were playing. They oh were playing yeah. Catch. Where is Emporio? That's true. His little baseball <laughs> and his little glove. Yeah. Later, he's like, "You mean to fucking tell me you played <laughs> baseball? Have you seen me? You didn't ask me for any help." <laughs> I could have played catch with you guys. Come on. Yeah. Emporio would have been able to catch it even if you threw it at a trash can. Mm-hmm. That's Ugh. what they should have done. They should have just last minute thrown it into a chat trash can and Emporio's there like, ha Just I he, got it. He has that glow around him, that like powerful sort of flame glow. Mm. All he was doing was just in a small place. That's all I got. Great. Thanks for listening, everybody. We are on Twitter at JJBpod. You can also write to us if we missed anything. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com is the email address. And uh, please give us a rating if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The five star rating is the best way to go. It'll make you the happiest, not just us. Uh, and yeah, tune in next week when we talk about whatever episode 10 is. Until then, Stay safe, and even though it looks fun, don't go to jail. Mm. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.